Welcome into the Husker 24-7 podcast. This is Mike Schaefer, joined by Brian Christofferson, Michael Brunts. Gentlemen, the uh, the sporting world is upside down. How are you feeling right now? Um, I'm confused. A little bit confused. It's uh, it's 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 very weird uh, to not be able to uh, turn on a game at any point. And uh, I was kind of hanging on to like golf, and now uh, now I see the Masters is delayed, and I don't even know if I'm going to have Jim Nance's soothing voice in my eardrums in April, and it probably seems like it won't happen. So that's that's got me a little scared. I'm not going to lie when when Nance isn't around. What what do we have to go off of right now? I think it's NASCAR. And like Bundesliga soccer in Germany is about all uh, th- that you can count on right now. So well, so bad news for you, Bruns. Last night yeah. Bundesliga was talking about ending their season early. <laughs> so I, I like that, that. That's probably the first and only time that'll ever be said in regards to me and Bundesliga. But um, I know that you're you're a big Bayern fan. So yes, Bayern. Um, yeah, I. What, however you say it. Um, so, yeah, it, it was weird. Like I said, I turned on uh, the TV last night, and ESPNU had a 2008 uh, SEC basketball tournament game on. Um, that's not a good way to, to kind of get this thing kicked off. Yeah, not not great. Uh, and, and the amazing thing, and I don't know how you guys – responded to it and I'm not sure why I was all that surprised but I guess I wasn't prepared for the NTAA to completely cut spring sports entirely there will be no CWS this year there will be no track championships there will be no softball everything is done and I don't know why but that that kind of caught me off guard when the news came out on Thursday I were you guys as surprised as I was or am I just an idiot because it's okay if I'm just an idiot. I'm used to that. No, I was uh, I was surprised they cut the uh, spring sports all the way to through the CWS. And I'm not saying that over time and like a week it won't uh, prove to be the prudent matter. But I, I guess I was just surprised that the decision making on it happened right then as opposed to just waiting it out while people didn't play any games for five to seven days. And I know... Um, folks in the baseball community aren't exactly thrilled about it, especially down in like SEC country where they, you know, get five or six teams in the College World Series every year. Um, it's uh, they're uh, they're not overly pleased at, at it. It was just interesting to me the disconnect in how decisions are made through this whole process. You know, like there nobody really knows who's in charge. And uh, everybody does their own thing for the first 24 hours and cancels here or doesn't cancel. And it was just sort of, uh, I guess, what do you expect in a matter like this that's unprecedented? But it was it was weird to watch how uh, nobody really had control over anything, it felt like, during the first 24 to 48 hours. Well, you, you had the whole thing with, with Fred Hoiberg at the Big Ten basketball tournament. And then, you know, it was canceled uh, the next morning. And you know, I, I was told that, you know, the Big Ten didn't even really uh, bring bring or loop in any of its uh, conference schools in on the decision. It was just a unilateral decision that that was canceled, that they were going to uh, start limiting games and, and things like that. So it's uh, it was the, the thing that was, I think, a little bit jarring and maybe maybe not surprising, but 
was just the the speed with which it seemed like you know in the span of an hour you went from okay maybe they're they're going to play you know games with nobody in the stands to uh they're just flat out done with sports until or you know until the summer so that that was the thing that kind of surprised me brian and i were at pro day yesterday and it was it seemed like it was about a 20 minute span and then it was just okay you know turn the lights off it's it's, it's done here yeah it uh it's just remarkable i mean i i even was prepared that there wouldn't be an ntaa tournament but i don't know why i suspected they'd be able to play spring sports it makes sense i mean the cws you can't really push any further back because you have the MLB draft. You have guys that would have graduated that would be trying to start their professional careers. Schools are out, so you're not going to just push games deep into the summer. Um, but it just it caught me a little bit by surprise. A big loser, besides the NCAA just in general with the amount of money that they have lost, is the city of Omaha. Uh, you think about it from this perspective. You have Creighton, who's had an outstanding year in college basketball. They won't get an opportunity to try to advance to their first ever Sweet 16 or beyond. You have Omaha was a host for the NCAA tournament this year. So all of that money that would have been coming in is gone. The CWS is canceled. And you're likely looking at the U.S. swim trials going to be canceled as well. Major League Baseball no longer likely having its draft in the city of Omaha. Just a massive hit here in the state of Nebraska. Next door, we're all here in Lincoln, but next door in Omaha, just a a crushing last three days for that city. And really it's sort of economic outlook for the summer of 2020. The, the one thing that we didn't have an answer on yesterday was kind of what Nebraska's plan was with spring practices. It was something that they were going to be looking at doing. They hadn't weighed in on the, the spring game yet. Uh, just a couple of minutes ago, the big 10 released a statement that they are uh, suspending all uh, ac- athletic activity, uh, including practices, workouts, that kind of stuff, uh, through April 6th. So uh, April 18th is the spring game. They're going to reassess it um, on the 6th and kind of see where things at. You kind of wonder what's actually going to change, uh, you know, for the better that would allow them to do that at that point. But that, that was kind of the, the one unknown. Nebraska still really hasn't uh, – weighed in on it yet uh kind of what their plan is i think there's also the the volleyball scrimmage in grand island on the 25th that was also kind of in the air as well but uh it seems like you know nebraska is going to be in uh in a holding pattern just like everybody else now uh, as they kind of wait this thing out and see and kind of see what happens yeah i can't imagine and right when this even on tuesday or whenever it started to break i couldn't imagine them playing the spring game this year that felt like it was going by the wayside um, that's disappointing to fans. It's that as far as a football development thing for a program, the spring game is vastly overrated, you know, as far as uh, how much that practice means to evaluating players. So the interesting part to me now with them, with it suspended through at least April 6th, I believe is the date. Is that right, Bruns? Um, yes. And you would expect that might go beyond is if they're going to shift the calendar on stuff, you know, like are, would they allow people to have practices at a, at a time they normally couldn't in the past? What does this do to the recruiting calendar going forward? Um, you know, everybody is obviously hoping that things are on a more level ground by the time we get to the summer and it, it's starting to get back to normal. But uh, in the meantime, those are the things I wonder about is just how this shifts the calendar, not 
in all sports, but in particular the Husker football, which we cover, uh, how they're going to work around this. Yeah, it. I mean, we have far more questions than we do answers, and and the thing is, we're not going to have we're not going to have concrete answers on a lot of this stuff. And uh, I mean, I know at some point on this podcast we're going to get into recruiting. I mean, there's a whole recruiting calendar that they have to figure out. Are they going to shift that to later in the year? Are they going to eliminate the July dead period? We're more than likely assuming that coaches aren't going to be going on the road for any university. Nebraska hasn't established its policy in the same way that, you know, Ohio State and Ryan Day came out and said that they're not going to have coaches on the road uh, and they're going to have limited travel and all of that stuff. I mean, we don't know where Nebraska fits with it, but frankly, we don't know if kids are going to be in school in April. I mean, there's so much unknown. Uh, that we can only sort of talk about these things in, in very general tones right now. You, uh, It was kind of interesting. I mean, there's going to be a lot of questions to be sorted out. And kind of going into the, the cancellations yesterday, I mean, you had a, a baseball season that ended very abruptly, uh, you know, 15, 15 or so games into the season. You kind of wonder, you know, what, what does the NCAA do for – eligibility for a lot of those players. I mean, you've, you've got guys that are seniors who their careers are either very quickly over or, you know, do they get another year to come back? But then you have the question of, okay, you've got guys coming to campus next fall. What, what do you do with the roster size, scholarship allotments? I mean, there, there's so many things that uh, are going to need to be figured out over the next few months um, that, you know, that there's no precedent with anything like this. It's just really, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch it unfold. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's take a quick time out, and then when we come back, we'll get into recruiting a little bit. We'll get into baseball, another sport dramatically affected by this, uh, and and get some thoughts on all of those things next on the Husker Twenty Four Seven podcast. Introducing the Two Way V Four, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two Way V Four gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so before the break, I promised that we were going to talk about a little bit of recruiting, but I also want to mention, go ahead and give us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast Network, if this is where you're listening, or really wherever you're getting your podcast. I mean, I say five-star review, you can review it how you want, but we'd appreciate your reviews, we appreciate your listenership, uh, so if you could go ahead and do that for us here at Husker 24-7, we would appreciate it. All right, now that that messaging is done, gentlemen. What do you think Nebraska can do to be creative in what looks like it's going to be a prolonged dead period for recruiting? Well, I mean, you, you got to work the phones. I mean, what that, that's kind of the, 
the option that you have. Um, you know, it, the one thing that you can say for Nebraska, I think right now is any any school that was able to get some of their top targets on their campus uh, in January uh, is really you know in a good spot I think because there's no telling how long this is kind of gonna you know play out with with guys not being able to visit but I mean it, it's just kind of back to uh, you know just working the phones building relationships that way is working the DMs I mean I, I think this is more of a case where you, you try to build relationships with guys um, that way uh, work your contacts I mean I, I don't know that there's really a, a secret sauce to really kind of making that uh, making that happen. You know what I mean? I, I think it's just kind of old school recruiting in some ways. I, I think they have a couple selling points from long distance recruiting that they could use. That's at least fresh right now um, without kids being here. And one of them is the, the, the NIL, the name, the image and likeness uh, deal that they signed with open doors. Um, even though that's a little ways down the road, it's going to sound good to the ears of any recruit. And if you notice when that, that this seems like it happened 10 years ago when that announcement happened, uh, but Husker staffers were quick to uh, pump that up and Scott Frost retweeted that stuff and all that. So I, that to me is one of those, like it's a new message you can throw at guys and it's going to sound good to their ears uh, from a distance and maybe a little different than what they're hearing from everybody else. Um, obviously the facility that they're they're looking to build in the next couple of years that's something that you can pitch in the phone so i think there's a couple items that help in i guess what i'd call long distance relationship recruiting right now yeah brunt's kind of really hit on something that i think is important i mean nebraska was positioning itself for a, a really quick start here in 2021 it hasn't happened in the way that maybe they had hoped they still have three commitments. It's now somewhat, uh, I guess, darkly comical that this is a year that they're finally on pace for a fast start and you hit uh, a national pandemic. But I do think that the idea that they were able to get some really important targets in in January is going to be huge. I mean, think about it this way. Nebraska's had Thomas Fedoni, one of their top targets on campus, multiple times whereas Michigan and Notre Dame haven't. And those are two schools that were really relying on visits that were going to happen this spring. Nebraska can continue to recruit him by the phone and point out all of the things that he liked about Nebraska, all of the things that are right next door at Nebraska, and just continue to push everything that is good. And he, there's not going to be able to, you know, Notre Dame, Michigan, some of these other schools, they're just going to have to keep trying to sell them on waiting. And meanwhile, a school that I think is his favorite in Nebraska can just keep pushing all of the things that he already knows. I, I think it's such a big advantage with some of those guys they were able to get in. And that's why January and that visit weekend that they had both the 18th and then the 25th, those were big days for them. And so, yeah, not getting this March 14th one in uh, hurts. But I do think that Nebraska ultimately is in a, a better spot than some of their peers just by having those big visit weekends in January. You know, Brian mentioned the the NIL stuff, and, and I'm going to be kind of trying to get into that a little bit with how much some of these kids have talked about that with various schools, if it's come up with recruitments with Nebraska, um, you know, when that message went out the other day and on Tuesday, there was a fair amount of recruits that I follow that Nebraska's recruiting that 
that liked that tweet. And so <coughs> we'll see, <coughs> excuse me, what that means for him going forward. Yeah, you can debate how big a boon that's going to be for guys when it actually happens or, you know, how far down the road that still might be. But in recruiting, you know, a big part of it, just being blunt, is what sounds good. And uh, it, that Nebraska at least has that plan and says, this is where we're thinking ahead on this. Um, yeah, I noticed that, too. A lot of recruits uh, were we're tweeting it, and I think it, it kind of has their attention. So it was a smart play by by Nebraska to get out in front, even if it's if way out in front, and it, that's something that's still down the road a bit. Should we uh, hit on a little pro day and, and then get out of here? Yeah, or, some pro day, and then do you have any thoughts on baseball? Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian, you we're both at pro day. You were at pro day longer than I was. What, what stood out <laughs> to you from that? Well, first off, it was probably the last, basically the last pro day there was in the country because uh, NFL teams were all taking their scouts off the road. So I'm happy for the guys, even if it doesn't work out for them uh, and they don't make it, they at least got that opportunity. You know, Mo Berry got a chance to work out in front of scouts and there were there were 28 people that signed in scout-wise from 22 different teams. So that's actually a pretty good showing, all things considered. I think Lamar Jackson um, helped his cause slightly because uh, he improved his 40 time. It sounded like it went to about 4.51. He had a 4.58 in Indianapolis, so it's a little bit better. And with his frame, that matches up okay. Um, the Davis twins uh, did not run the 40 because they didn't need to, of course, uh, but they went through position drills. A funny story was the Davis twins saying how in their training, their trainer had told them all along that they were running like 5.140s. He was doing it intentionally, of course, uh, to spur them on. And so that's about what they thought they were going to run in Indianapolis. And then lo and behold, they run basically Khalil runs a 4.75 and Carlos runs a 4.82, like the fastest times among 300 pound men ever at that event. So uh, it shocked them, too. So that was fun. I, here's a good thing. I think the draft is one event that could possibly still go on. They're proceeding right now as if it's going to on April 23rd and the 25th. And um, it's going to be widely watched if it does, because it's going to be people are going to be craving anything that's related to sports at that point. And I feel like, you know, there's three Huskers who have a shot. Carlos Davis, Lamar Jackson, Cleo Davis. You could say maybe Darian Daniels, although... I'm not sure exactly where he fits, if he's a free agent guy or what. But uh, those are kind of the guys who jump out to me. They need to do it old school like they used to do in the 80s and just get everybody together in a very small ballroom at a Marriott like in Los Angeles. No, Nobody in the crowd and just kind of do it bare bones like that. I would appreciate that. I think that's how it might be. Like somebody just like puts it up on a – they write it like with a marker maybe on a, on a thing. <laughs> The Vikings would somehow still the, the Vikings who even in, in modern drafts struggled to get a pick in once that it could be a difficult deal. Yeah, they'll screw it up. I have, I have no some All right, Brunts, baseball thoughts? Uh, uh, kind of what I hit on earlier. I mean, it, it's you know obviously disappointing for those guys. You had you know seven seven uh, seniors that 
are kind of in limbo right now about what you do. You know, if you, if your career is over uh, at Nebraska, if you start getting ready for the draft, I mean, it's, I think that's the sport that that one in wrestling to me are the two where it was a little bit uh, jarring. You know, when, when you've got as a wrestler, you've kind of gone through uh, this whole season of sacrificing, cutting weight, all this other stuff. And then you find out that, you know, that there's no no payoff at the end. And for, you know, baseball, I think there was a lot of head scratching on the part of some people. Why you just go ahead and you know cancel the College World Series now instead of waiting uh, to kind of see what things do. But. Uh, I know there was a lot of disappointment on the on the baseball side of things, where you're you know basically getting ready for a four game series at Wichita State, and then you know you find out that there's a chance that your career is over in a span of about two hours. So uh, how they kind of you know sort all that stuff out, we'll see. But um, that that's a uh, that that sport to me will be interesting because there's a lot of questions. At, I think about what you do for those guys and also, uh, you know, when you get into the scholarship question and everything else there, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like, uh, absolutely nothing until at least April 6th and, uh, potentially beyond now that Nebraska's in that, or that the big tens announced their, their plans. So do you think this is a thing that finally takes baseball out of the stone age as it relates to scholarships? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, it, there could yeah, be some good that comes out of it. There, there could be. I mean, I, I think there needs to be, but I, I don't think that that would be, you know, what it is. I mean, when heck, when you you can't even agree on the the extra assistant coach thing, uh, you know, the 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 extra scholarship money for that sport seems like a, a, a an even bigger mountain to kind of climb. Uh, we do have one more thing that we can mention here. Nebraska basketball season ended on Wednesday with a loss to Indiana. Cam Mack declared for the NBA draft on Thursday twice. He did it in the morning, and then for added effect, he did it in all caps in the evening. Um, Really respect his commitment to making sure that people know that. First, thoughts on Cam Mack. Second, thoughts on Nebraska's season as a whole. Either one of you guys, since you covered it far more than I did. Well, he didn't hire an agent. He's not going to hire an agent, so he's got that. Um, there had been kind of rumblings that that was something that he was going to maybe try to, um, but I, I think you saw the, the good and the bad in Cam Max game this year where he needs to work on his outside shot, needs to finish at the rim a little bit better. Uh, he's definitely an elite passer and, and maestro of an offense, but, um, I'll be curious to see if he's if he keeps his name in because I, I, I haven't seen him mentioned in a ton of uh, mock drafts or anything like that. And, you know, maybe his situation is one, too, where based on kind of what, what shakes out with some of the other players on the roster, that might also affect his decision about whether he decides to keep his name in or go in the portal or stay. I mean, he's, he's got a lot of options right now, but he's also got some things I think he needs to figure out with his coaching staff, too. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got to iron some th- – beyond his game, I mean, he's got to iron some stuff out that people at the next level aren't going to love, you know, when you were suspended at the end of the season and, and you had to sit out starts a few times for being late, you know, for other games. So um, that's, to me, the most interesting part is what are the conversations like between him and this coaching staff going forward and, and – if that works out or, or doesn't work out the season as a whole. I, I mean, I don't remember what I predicted at the beginning. 
obviously it wasn't seven and 25, but you know, I, I thought maybe 12 wins, 13 wins, um, in, in the big picture, I don't think it matters a lot. I think it's about what roster he's starting to build right now at this moment. Um, it looked like it might be a little bit of a freak show, um, on a Wednesday uh, when he was sick on the bench and everybody's kind of jumping to conclusions uh, with that. So I'm glad that that was just a, it sounds like just a flu for him and Nebraska can kind of move past that without being a national story. Um, but uh, as a whole, I mean, now it's all about those three guys who sat out this year that they really like that we didn't get to see at all behind the curtain. What do they really have? And now, uh, how can you juggle this thing to uh, to change in a hurry? Because they have not changed their timetable. Fred Hoiberg says, I still expect to win quick here. And he truly believes that. And basketball is a sport where you can flip it in a year or two. So I, I don't discount that that's still possible. All right, gentlemen. Let's, uh, let's bid our adieu. And then we will see what the world looks like the next time that we reconvene for one of these podcasts which will be early next week we continue to plan on having plenty of coverage of all things nebraska sports of all things sports really at the husker 24 7 website so be sure to stop by uh, we're gonna have stuff from the monday press conference still we're gonna have recruiting stuff there's gonna be plenty of content so sports might not be played but they can sure be read about at husker 24 7 so be sure to stop by 